Joining me on this episode of Survivor Angels is Diet Renee, psychic medium and medical intuitive. We're talking all things psychic mediumship and angels. Coming up next. It's time for Survivor Angels, an approach to strengthen trauma survivors. Here, you can escape what draws negativity and engage your positive abilities and the gifts that you've always had. Let's activate your angels. And to help you on that journey, here's Chaplain Jody. Diet, my soulful friend, how are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you, Miss Jody? I am doing well and better now that I'm talking to you. This is going to be fun. It is. It is. I love doing this with you. <laughs> I, I love doing this with you, too. And so for those who are watching and listening, I want to start so that they know who you are. So you are a psychic medium. You are also a medical empath. Yes. So first of all, there's a difference between a psychic and a medium. Mm -hmm. Please explain for our listeners and viewers the difference. Okay. Simply said, as a psychic is somebody that reads the en energy of a person, and I'm able to see things about their life, whether it be their past, the present, or the future, um, whereas a medium is speaking with their loved ones that have passed away. So essentially, anything buddy that's dead. You can put in angels there, guides there, loved ones, the dogs, whatever. <laughs> okay. And then what is a medical impact? Well, um, I clarify myself as a medical intuitive, not an empath. And the reason for that is just that, um, I mean, there's not a whole lot of difference when you use a different terminology. You know, there really okay. isn't. Um, it's just what I, I go by. And I don't, I don't know why. It's just me. Um, but it's where I actually have taken one of my senses, which is my clairsentience, which is just French terminology for clear feeling. And I've hypened it up. I've practiced so when I sit in front of somebody, I can actually feel what's going on in their body, in my body, and then be able to tell them, um, number one, like what I'm feeling, uh, you know, say they have got a problem with their back and I'm feeling like, gosh, I can feel the pain. And then I, I literally in my own body sit there and I, you'll see me like move my body a little bit because I'm trying to figure out where it's at. And then I'll pinpoint, I'll be like, okay, it's this vertebrae, it shifted this way and you really need to get to the chiropractor or whatever it might be. Um, I have felt things say like in my, my chest area and I've looked at a woman said, I don't know what this is. I just humor me, go to the doctor for me. Cause I feel something I don't, I, I, I wouldn't be alarmed because I'm not a doctor. And they'd come back a year later and said, thank you. I, I followed your, your advice. I went to the doctor, found out I had breast cancer, you know, but essentially it's feeling what, what's going on with that person inside of me. And then just kind of giving that information back. Sometimes spirit will give me information, what they could or could not do, kind of suggestions. Um, I always clarify that I'm not a doctor in any way, shape, or form. I'm not doing diagnostic. I'm just giving you whatever spirit is giving me. I'm going to give it to you, and please take that and take that to the doctor, basically. Right. Now, as you and I both know, and, and I'm sure a lot of those who are joining us know also, um, there's basically four main clairs. Yes. What And they say that two of them are kind of prevalent. So your clairsentient, what is your other one that's probably pushing out? Okay. So in my world, 
we still use the word Claire's. Everybody loves to use the word Claire's. Um, a lot of people don't know what they are. <laughs> You'll hear people go, oh, I'm clairvoyant. And I'm, and I'm going, oh, so you see things. They're like, no, I hear it. All. I'm like, well, then you're not clairvoyant, you know? Um, so Claire's are just literally French terms. Claire being clear with the sense after it being whatever it is. Um, so you've got clear audience, which is clear hearing. And that's where you don't hear with the naked ear. You actually hear in the thought process. So it's using your thoughts. It's how your brain interprets hearing. Okay. You've got clairvoyant, which is clear seeing. And that's seeing images in your mind. You've got, and those are your two, your two strong ones. Those are your two top ones. Underneath that, you have got clairsentience, which is obviously clear feeling we already talked about, and then claircognizance, which is just clear knowing. And that's where I, people use it all the time, which is they just know things. They don't know why. It just pops in and they just know it for no reason. So those right. are the four uh, main ones. And and my understanding is that we all have all four clairs. It's just some are stronger than the others, but yeah. we can work on them and develop them all, correct? Yes. Yes, honey, everybody is psychic. You know, I mean, such an, it's an awful term. I will tell you what, I hate the word psychic, although that's what I am. And it's because I think it comes from a long, long list of stereotypes and people thinking that there's going to be this big ball and some nails going and, you know, all of this. And really psychic is just having abilities that are extra senses. And we all have them. We were, it's our it's our God-given right to have these abilities. It's how we navigate life. There's not a person out there that cannot tell me that they just didn't feel this was right or they didn't know that was right because that's what we're getting all the time. And if we follow the senses, life gets easy. Right. Now, yeah. I'm going to throw a curveball at you. At least I think oh. it's a curveball. But I know you can handle this. <laughs> okay. You know you know, I'm all about the angels and, and you're on your angel journey right now yes. too. I believe that being claircognizant is really, it's the angels giving us the messages because angels are talking to us all the time. And instead of saying, oh, well, I just knew that. It's like, I believe the angels gave you that message. What do you say? I would say angels are in there, but I wouldn't hold it just for the angels. You know? And why? Only why? Because I got through my nursing with that messages. And I don't think the angels gave me all the messages to all the tests. <laughs> I think no, they were there. I think they were helping. Um, I think it's one way that they speak to us. Um, I think it's, you know, but honestly, I think angels will use all of our senses, not just one of them. Because again, you know, um, I hate to say it. We, some of us are kind of stubborn, you know. <laughs> You know, and uh, we're going to use one sense or another sense and say your claircognizance is because number one, your claircognizance isn't a top sense. It's I mean, it's up there, but literally your mm -hmm. top two are seeing and hearing. Those are our top two senses. OK, um, and then below that is where that knowing is at. So it's like, why would an angel go just straight to the what's below? To me, they're going to go, let's get to, let's get to the person. If they want me to know something. They're going to go to my strongest sense. They're going to go, I need her to know this. I need her to get this. This girl hears things. So I'm going to shut, I'm going to shove it in there so she can hear it. Because I will tell you what, if they just use my knowing, I, I'm going to struggle. 
I'm going to struggle, you know, because I'm a smart ass on just what I know. You know what I mean? I'm, I was the kid that always put my hand up. I just knew the answer before the answer question was asked. And, and unless I had an angel with me that was just really being, had a great sense of humor and said, oh, let's just spank the teacher repeatedly, you know, <laughs> which is possible, which is possible, but yeah. Right. I, yeah. And I know growing up, I mean, and I grew up in a very small town. There were just barely over 30 kids in my <laughs> class growing up. But then I ended up graduating from a class of 300 plus. But wow. growing up, I know everybody would say, oh, you're such a know-it-all. You're such a know-it-all. And I'm like, yeah, but I know it. And I, I didn't understand fully then what that was all about. I right. totally agree with you that the angels come through, through your, your hearing and everything, all the other Claire's right. too. I am so on board with you with that. And that's why we need to develop all of them because the angels are constantly coming through all these different ways. They do. Yeah. They so do. where are you on your angel journey, my dear? Oh my gosh. I, you know, I've got a patient angel. <laughs> Yeah, I got a patient angel. Uh, right now, it's 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 a beauty. Um, you know, did you want me to tell the story like where they showed up all over? I mean, yeah, let's go yeah. there. So, because it's like one of those. I I'm not the person all of a sudden seeing angels in front of me and, and blah blah blah. I, I I couldn't get that lucky. You know, I wish I could, but I, I didn't. Um, but being a psychic medium, and I want to say an active one, one that uses these abilities all the time, it comes with extra sets of guides. One of them being what we call a gatekeeper guide, which is a guide that literally just sits there and a very important job because they're kind of wrangling the other side. Because when I open up every dead person that here, see, I'm like this beacon of light that goes, oh my God, she's ready. <clears throat> and they all show up. Well, number one, my gatekeeper is going to make sure just the person in front of me, people are showing up. And then because all them want to talk, he's going to, he's going to make a waiting room. He's going to do whatever he needs to on the other side to make sure I'm not getting bombarded, you know, and that I'm hearing each one individually the way I need to. Okay. So last summer, and I've had this gatekeeper for what feels like forever. And his name is Chubby. He came with that name. And all of a sudden one day I didn't feel him. And I went, did I lose my abilities? What's going on? I knew he was there, but he didn't feel like he was doing the same job anymore. And I really kind of felt like, cause my mediumship was changing and that's, there's nothing new with that because as you grow, things change and shift. Right. But I kept going, well, where is it? What's going on here? And um, last September I was walking with a friend. I, I meet this friend of mine, this beautiful woman, uh, and she's the best person to be with besides you. I mean, she's, you, you being the angel lady, this lady is literally a devout Catholic and she's a spiritualist or she's a spiritualist minister. Like she's the whole kid okay. go to school for this stuff. So you bring this together, you're not getting much stronger belief. You know what I mean? You've got some rock solid, everything there. And I was with Maria and we were sitting there, we we're walking um, along Lake Michigan on a beach and I, or we we're actually walking up to the, the, the pier and I was talking to her about this and I'm like, God, I feel like Chubby is gone, Maria. She's like, and she literally goes, uh, you have an angel as a new guide. And I literally heard Serfina, Seraphim, Serfina, and that was like this. I didn't know. And she goes, seraphim that's that's it you need to take that one now granted she's this very religious person but it, an angel's an angel in our world you know i mean there's it's whatever you know 
And I went, okay, I'll, I guess I have an angel and, you know, the name is Seraphim and we'll just whatever, you know. Um, and then later on that day, I went, let's Google, you know, because Google knows everything. And I, I Googled Seraphim and here it is, I guess, apparently angels got different classifications and different levels. And I was like, well, this is a world. And here I got this angel that's part of this top group. And I literally went, well, I'm not going to ask for an individual name. You know, they gave me Seraphim. We're going to be sitting with that for a while, you know. Um, and she's, you know, I, I like to say she's a C she. I don't know if she is or not, but it's kind of like, I think it's a name. I hear Seraphim. It just feels very feminine to me. Um, but, and I know I'm here and she doesn't have a denomination. I'm like, well, you do now. Anyway, because we're going to fight. Anyway, you know, so we've been just working together uh, in a lot. And she likes to place things in front of me to learn and grow, you know, which I really like because so she's taken on this role, but she's taken on other roles. Um, she's brought different books to me. She's brought different people to me to learn from. And it's scary. It's scary because she's like, OK, I'm up here. You need to come up here. So she's doing a lot to, to yank my tush up there. So. Well, I, we will love each other one day very much so. But right now we're on a dance stubborn, you know. That's where we're sitting at. Dance stubborn. And she knows it. She took on the case. She picked a short and, straw. <laughs> and that's probably why you got a seraphim. Because <laughs> your stubbornness, it's like, man, we need the ones that are sitting up there on the top realm to just be pushing her um because otherwise she's just gonna go on her merry way and kind of ignore us pretty much so way to go for the big guns yeah well that's not because i was rewarded i think i think they picked the ones who went hmm we need the one that can you know deal with the tough cookie down there i don't think it was a reward i mean in the end it'll be a blessing but i don't think they got rewarded <laughs> they're definitely that people don't realize and especially if they grew up very entrenched in in any of the major religions, mm -hmm. let's just put it that way, is that, first of all, angels with wings and halos don't exist. I no. mean, that's not what they look like. They're actually kind of creepy, scary looking. If you read the descriptions and see mm -hmm. artist depictions of them, I actually pray to God that I never see one in person, what they actually look like, because I'll probably run screaming in the other direction. See, but I then the other I'm like, come on, scare the bejesus out of me. Let's, you know, let's, let's get this over with. Let's start talking. All right. So I'm, I'm going to do it with you and you're going to be my bodyguard on this. Okay, let's do it. But, but then the other piece is, is so many people go, well, I don't believe in any of that hoo-ha. You don't have to believe in it because the bottom line is angels believe in you and that's all that matters. And so they're going to be coming through, through like we've already talked about, any of the Claire's, um, you know, because their job, they've got one career mission, if you will. Yep. And that is to bring us messages and to carry mm -hmm. messages, you know, back and everything. And so they're not about a political agenda. They're not about a religious agenda. Nothing. They nope. believe in you and they want you to be the best person possible. And they're just going to, you know, carry these messages. And mm -hmm. so, you know, open up, peeps. Yep. Well, even so if I you don't open up, they're still going to get in there. So. You know, it's they will. This isn't a choice. This is, you know, and, and I won't say this isn't a choice because we always have that free will, but you made this choice before you were born. 
This isn't like a conscious choice while you've been living and breathing. This is before you were born. You made this choice to say, come into my life, come do this, work with me. You know, even the seraphim, as much as I would like to say, oh my gosh, I got her because I was stubborn. I, I contracted for this. Me and the seraphim had to have talked prior to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to come in at this point, you know, and hopefully you hit it at this age. So. Right. And you yeah. just transitioned us to another great thing about mm -hmm. with our souls and contracts. Yeah. Um, this is something that's newer to me oh, okay. that I've discovered. So talk more about that. And what does that mean? And how does it look? And how did it happen? And okay. all of that. So from what my understanding, what they have showed me and what I've also learned from my own mentors is before we're, you know, so many of us, I always love to say, so many of us like to say, oh my God, this is my last lifetime. I'm never coming here again. Oh, I hate this place, blah, blah, blah. But we pass away. Our, our soul goes back to the, you know, the community, um, to the afterlife, to heaven, whatever you want to talk, call it. And it goes, oh my God, that was the best experience ever. I love this place. I love peopling. I love adulting. I love... I love life. I love to experience. And people don't realize that a soul only knows love. It knows eternal, forever love, unconditional. It's beautiful. And it wants to experience. It wants to learn. It wants to grow. For a soul to kind of like up level itself, kind of, you know, kind of go a little bit higher, it's got to get into a body on a planet. Like I said, on a planet doesn't mean earth but on a planet, it's got to get someplace, another dimension, another planet, another body to be able to literally grow in experience. Okay. So you jump into this body because you want to experience life, but we don't go all willy nilly. we really don't. So often the body, you know, the Bible tells us, Oh my God, you got destiny. We have our destiny. Right. And then they go, but you have free will. And you go, uh, but the pastor never tells you the difference, do they? I mean, they literally leave you in limbo because you're going, well, which one is it? You know, and I honestly, it's because I don't think they're connected to, they don't have this belief system that they need to get the rest of the information. I shouldn't go there, but I feel like, you know what, they're only going on this. So when you look at your, your soul on the other side, and I'm going to say, I'm gonna, you want to learn about love. Okay. I mean, because it really sounds contradiction because you're going, well, the soul knows all about love. It knows all about unconditional love. Okay. It doesn't know about the variety of love. So essentially, you know, you're going to say, I want to come back to earth. I want to come back. I want to learn about love. Okay. You're going to make an appointment with one of your guides and it's called an elder guide. Okay. Now this elder guides on the other side, it's been here a million times. It's learned all of its lessons. It doesn't need to come back. It's doing good. It's kind of like with the ascended masters getting close to that kind of group. Not as high up, but kind of getting up there. So you're going to make an appointment with this elder guy, and you're going to go back. And, and I always say for mine, they're going to look at me and go, oh, hell, it's her again. Remember the last time, the Leaning Tower? Remember what you did? You know what I mean? Type of a thing. But I'm going, yeah, here again, let's do this. Let's see what destruction I can do this time. But I'm going to look at him and say, hey, I want to go back. I want to learn, I want to learn about love this time. And I always say they put a war map out. You know, like. They put a map out, right? This is essentially your soul contract. Your name's going to go at the top. And, and this, I'm saying this in a way for us to understand it, okay? Um, it's a little bit more, you know, ethereal type of thing. But, you know, say your name's at the top. You know, what you want to do, your purpose, you know, not your purpose, but you, what your destiny is, love. 
want to learn about love. That's what I want to experience. So they're going to look at you. Okay, when did you want to be born to? And who do you want to be born to? Two very key points. What, you know, this is looking at astrology. What right. time, what day, what everything, what moment do you, what is the best for you to be born? So you're going to pick that moment that's best for you to be born. You're also going to pick the parents that are best to be born to. Now, even when you say, oh my God, I had that deadbeat dad, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you want his DNA. There's something about that DNA. There's something about him disappearing that you needed for your life. Okay. So a lot of people like to say all this happened, blah, blah. No, your soul knew it was going to happen. Your soul knew all this. So say you pick, and I, I always use the same story. So it's kind of easy, but say, you know, okay, I want to be born on this day because it's the best day for me to learn all about love. And I'm going to pick this, these parents that are really kind of hippie like that are all about free love, free spirit that love to go to the Congo all the time. These are the people that are just these missionary people that can't get enough to a free love, you know? So I'm going to be born to this set of people, right? And they're in their like, they're late twenties. They got it going on. I show up they're, I'm born in America. I pick the city. I pick the time. I pick everything. I get all this great love for like two years because I got mommy and daddy just loving the hell out of me, right? Very beautiful love. Well, when I hit two, boom, you know, and my birth is going to happen. Who I'm born to is going to happen. That two years is going to be whatever. But on my second birthday, I've got it. So I got go, I'm going back to some other jungle and that's going to happen. Why? Because I want to go back because I want to learn about giving love. I want to learn about a different, what a different premise of love. I want to watch my parents giving love to somebody else. That's all going to happen. Okay. Say when I hit five, I've contracted to get a, you know, a baby sister. So mom's going to get pregnant. Okay. Mom's no fool. She can't come back to the States, have that baby in the hospital. So we all come back when I'm five. Baby's born. God, I don't like that baby. Ugh, I got to share my love with that. You know, the birth is going to happen. The baby's going to happen. But I'm going to learn a different thing about love. Okay. So a few years go by. In the few years, it's all about, you know, it's all about that free will. Mom and dad can't get enough of the jungle. So off we go again. And again, I contracted to go back. And while we're back doing our thing, now I can participate more because I'm older. Dad gets malaria and dies. That's a different form of love, isn't it? It's it's a right. lot of love, you know? So you can see how this goes, you know? All these different things are happening. And really, when you look at it, when you finally get to see your soul contract, it's because when you look at the lessons, it was like, oh my gosh, you can look at marriages, divorce, deaths, um, extra spouses, extra marital relationships, um, homelessness, because you find yourself at a food shelter that starts giving back to you and you learn about receiving love, you know, all of these different things that are definitely going to happen in your life, but it really gets around the whole, maybe subject of love. Maybe your subject is, I want to learn about anger. Maybe I want to learn about, you know, whatever it is, it's not going to, you don't go with this premise that you're not going to do a dissertation on what I want to learn here. It's very simple. But how we formulate our life, how our plan is, is all designed for us to get the most out of this, you know, and we're here to live. We're here to, to experience. We're not here to have um, loss. We're not here to be starving. We're not here to not be abundant. We're here to have all of that, you know, but our life is also around all about the experiences and living. So that's what's in your contract. Right. and. 
you now just very clearly explained why your angel is seraphim. Because I understood most of the basics of what you just said. Uh I didn't understand a few of the the pieces in between. But what I have learned is that the soul keeps coming back Mm -hmm. under the contract until you finally get to that highest realm, which is the seraphim realm. Okay. And then at that point, you don't come back anymore because you have awakened mm-hmm. completely and souls never die because nope. their energy, energy doesn't die. Right. And so that's when you move on and you become the elder for someone else. I'll take it. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go from God's in God's mouth, which is you to my ears. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, you know, every this is oh, everything. Us, the universe, it's all a work in progress. And yeah. we don't know the beginning. We don't know the end. And so we just keep rolling is the way I look at it. And, um, you know, in the last year, I experienced a lot of, of personal grief from mm-hmm. losing losing loved ones and everything and it just it it just keeps filling in you know the gaps and keeps lifting me higher to understand more and more and like you know you and I had had talked briefly before we came on air and I said well yeah out with 2023 because it wasn't the greatest and in with 2024 because mm-hmm. it's going to be a great year and you came right back and said no not out with 2023 because we learned and we grew so much from yeah. even all the crap that happened. Exactly. And and that's how it is. It is. And you see it at the end of every year. I, you know, every time it gets that, into, you know, after Christmas, everybody's like, God, I can't get rid of this year. It was enough. You're going to live the same shit. Excuse the language, but it's just going to be a different pile of it. You know, it's going to be a different <laughs> just because 2024 comes, it doesn't mean it's going to come with sparkle glitters and unicorn farts. You know what I mean? It's just not going to happen that way. Are we going to have a great year? Probably. Are we going to have a bad year? Definitely. But really at the end of the year, it's like more like looking at where was my growth? How do I want to see this? If you want to look at this last year of, oh my God, it was crap. Then you're really not getting much growth. You know what I mean? You're just going, oh, this sucked. I want to forget about it. I want to like, oh, do you really want to redo it? I, I don't want to redo it. I want to look at this and go, okay, where, what did I experience? What was my growth? Oh my gosh, that was awesome. And it turns all that stuff that you go, this really wasn't fun into, you know, the growth you had, the experience you had, the, just the love that you were able to take into your heart and your soul. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of time people, and I know a lot of people lost a lot of people, especially for the last three years, we've lost a lot of loved ones. But, you know, they haven't left us. They haven't gone anywhere. They transitioned. And they're still talking to us. They're still there having their communication. We're the ignorant ones not listening. They're going, hey, hey. You know, I, I, I kind of show it like um, when you come, anybody that's coming to a stream yard, you know what I mean? This is Jody's link. Jody's there live. I'm in the background. I have to wait for Jody to hit a button to bring me on. But I'm sitting here going, I'm here. You know, and I'm I usually get animated if they don't notice me. But that's how they're on the other side. They die and they start going, I'm still here. I'm still okay. 
listen right. to me, you know, listen to me, let's talk. You know, I have a dear right. friend that started out to be one of my mentor students. I mean, amazing gentleman by the name of Tim ba um, Bear. And uh, literally, I started working with him two years ago because his wife had passed away. We were working with his abilities. In my head, I'm like, we're not working with abilities. We're working with him to get to the next point, blah, blah, blah. And through the process, he wrote a book on healing because it was my assignment to write a book. And his book is now a bestseller. And it's all about the continuing journey after transition, not death, but transition and how yes. our loved ones are still there and they're still communicating. We just have to open up and listen to them. Right. So and I just, we're in 2023, but there you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and that's just it. You take all of the crap that happened to you and you find mm -hmm. the lessons learned and yeah. where you grew stronger. And then you take them into the crap in the next year and go, Hey, I got through that before I can get through this because mm -hmm. I got through that. Exactly. And that's what I, that's what I tell all my people about trauma. Yeah. Yes. You experienced trauma. You are now a survivor. You survived it. You're not a victim right. because you survived and you are going to go forward and you are going to take that experience and you are, you are overcoming it. Yeah. Like I said, it's a journey. It's a work in progress. And Diet, mm -hmm. I could talk to you all day. I heard your grandson in the back. Now we're good. <laughs> she was home within two minutes of us starting, which was amazing. I'm surprised because normally he's been, He's, he's hit that four-year-old, and every time he sees me on the screen, he wants to come and say hi to everybody. So, surprise, he hasn't right. showed up. <laughs> yes. Yes. But we, we have to save something for next time, and the next time, and the next time. So, I'm just going to simply say thank you for sharing you with me and for all of our listeners and viewers. Always. I love this. Thank you so much for having me on. I just, I love educating. So, thank you. All right. Until next time, Diet, you take care. You too. Bye-bye, Miss Jody. Thanks again for joining Chaplain Jody on Survivor Angels. For more information, go to chaplainjody.me. That's chaplainjody.me. And on Facebook at Survivor Angels-Chaplain Jody. Sound effects for the show created by Andre Opate and provided by Pixbay. This is Dave Schrader. Until next time, sending you off to activate your angels.